0: This Shabbos is a uh, very special Shabbos, obviously the last Shabbos of the year, just two days before Rosh Hashanah. And we have a very um, beautiful and powerful um, Hasidic teaching from the Balshem Tov about the nature of this Shabbos. Um, typically, throughout the year, the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh, the Shabbos before a new month, is called Shabbos Mevorchim, where we say, a special tefillah, a special bracha in shul on Shabbos um, after the Torah reading. Which is called Bircha Sachodesh we bench, we bless the new month. This Shabbos is the one exception to that, the Shabbos before Rosh Hashanah, where we don't say that prayer and therefore we don't do the blessing for the new month. And the Baal Shem Tov explains that the reason for that, and of course there's different reasons for that on different levels, but the Balshamto gives us the Hasidic interpretation to that, and that is he says that on this Shabbos we don't bless the month, Hashem blesses the month. Hashem gives the blessing for the new month, which is the new year, and and thereby empowers us that we should then bless the subsequent 11 months of the year. And that blessing of Hashem is actually in the Torah portion of the week, which starts with the words, Atem Nitzavim Hayom Kulchem. Moshe Rabbeinu tells the Jewish people, you are standing all here together today. And the Shem Tov says that this refers to Rosh Hashanah, and that we all stand on this day of Rosh Hashanah, Uh, victorious and meritorious in our judgments and are judged and blessed for a good and sweet new year. This then is the blessing in which Hashem blesses the new month, uh, meaning really the new year, again empowering us to go on and bless the year throughout the 11 months for the next 11 subsequent Shabbos mevorachim so that's a general idea about the nature and the power of this Shabbos obviously a very uh, special and powerful Shabbos Um, I'd like to, though, share a short idea on the Parsha as well, an additional idea on the Parsha. So Rambam, Maimonides, when he talks about the coming of Mashiach, talks about it as being one of the principles of Jewish faith, um, and talks about the sources in the Torah, in the five books of Moshe, for Mashiach. As far as the books of the Prophets, Rambam says he doesn't have to give us sources because the books of the Prophets are filled with this concept, to quote Rambam. Um, but in the Chumash, what are the sources? He gives three primary sources, and the first one, the one that he brings first, is from this week's Torah portion, indicating that this is the clearest, the most powerful uh, statement of the Torah about, the, for, about uh, the coming of Mashiach. And that is when the Pasuk says, it talks about the ingathering of the exiles, and it says, vishav Hashem alokecha, shvuzcha, Hashem will gather in all the captives, He'll shower you with mercy um, Even if you'll be far flung To the corners of the heavens The corners of the earth Hashem will gather you and bring you to the land of your fathers And he'll give you goodness and plenty And so on and so forth Three verses long of the promise That ultimately Although we're going to be in exile Ultimately we will be gathered and brought back To the land of Israel And that is the concept in Hebrew It's called Kibbutz Golios which means the in-gathering of the exiles. And when the Torah talks about Mashiach, that's what it talks about. It talks about that uh, time when Hashem will bring us all back to Israel. Of course, there are other sources in the Torah for Mashiach as well which talk about other details about Mashiach's coming. But the first or greatest source in the Torah is the one of this week's Parsha that tells us there will be a time when we will all come back to the land of our fathers, to the land of Eretz Yisrael, and there Hashem will shower us with his blessings. Um, incidentally, it's amazing as we come, as we draw closer and closer to the time of the coming of Mashiach, that for the first time in uh, hundreds and hundreds, or maybe thousands of years, the uh, greatest concentration of the Jewish people is in Eretz Yisrael, in the land of Israel. Right? For uh, the last period, for the last, I don't know how many years it was in America, Beforehand it was in Europe, and before in other places. But um, we haven't been as a nation in Israel since uh, probably a destruction. We're we'll talking about uh, over 2,000 years. The, the first destruction, uh, we're not going to go into history here. But it is an amazing concept that as we draw closer, there are, again, the greatest concentration of Jewish people today is in Eretz Yisrael. And it definitely would, uh, would appear to be um, a uh, first steps, in this concept of kibbutz golius, so of the ingathering of the exiles. But whenever we talk about Mashiach, in addition to talking about it as a general concept, we also talk about it. how, did, how does that relate to every person in their own avoda. We talk about the coming of Mashiach and redemption in the, um, in the macrocosm, but for the entire world, and we talk about it in the microcosm what it means for every person. So what is the message and what is the meaning of the ingathering of exiles on a personal level? for every person in their own internal service to Hashem, whether they live in Israel or outside of Israel, wherever they are. And one of the explanations given is the following. We have, each and every one of us, an neshama, a soul, a godly soul, a piece of Hashem himself. That is our divine energy that we have within ourselves. It's invested in ourselves. It's, It's part of really whatever we do, being that it's our soul and our life force. So whatever we do has our Nishama, our soul invested in it, which really means that in every action that we do, in every move that we make, there is some energy from our godly soul invested in that. Now, we do all different types of actions. We do good and holy actions. We do mundane actions. We might do sinful actions. We do selfless actions. We do selfish actions. We do kind actions. We do severe actions, and we might do negative actions. So we have all different types of things going on in one day. In each one of these things, we've invested part of our neshama, part of our soul. So our soul, the godly energy within us, is really fragmented in all these different types of actions and behaviors and involvements that we are doing as the day passes and as the week passes and so on and so forth. And that is a fragmentation of the godly soul. Bringing it all home. The ingathering of the exiles means when I'm able to unite everything that I do, that everything has one common purpose, one common goal, one common cause. I'm not all over the place. I'm doing a number of different things, but they're all related and connected, and they're all under a general um, motivating factor. And that's what we mean when the Pasuk says, or the Mishnah says, Kol ma'asecha l'shem that, the, um, that a person should really everything be for the sake of heaven. Of course, when you say everything being for the sake of heaven, a person still does a lot of different types of things, and we are physical beings. But a person who's focused, has a mission in life, has a goal in life, knows why they're alive, knows what they're looking for, knows what they want, and everything fits into them. So I'm not fragmented. I'm not a little here and a little there, and one day here and one day there. And a spiritual person, a person who sees himself as a neshama, as a soul, and, her, were here, and we're here in the world with a mission from Hashem, everything becomes part of that avodah. This then is the avodah of these days, the avodah of tshuva, tshuva of repentance or return. It means to bring everything under one banner. All of our different behaviors and all of our different involvements are all together and all under that one basic motiva- motivator of kol ma'asechal Hashem Shamayim. I'm a child of Hashem, I'm an emissary of Hashem in this world and everything that I do is aligned, is part of that. And aside from the emotional and internal peace that that brings, when everything is part of the same thing, that gathers in all of the parts of my neshama so that they're not fragmented. And that's the idea of the ingathering of the exiles on a personal level, when all the different parts of our neshama and all of our different behaviors and all of our different actions are all united in part of being and part of serving Hashem um, and being Hashem's person, child, emissary in this world. Hashem should help as we approach this last Shabbos, and Hashem blesses the new year. It should be a blessed year for everyone, for all of us, to be ins- written and inscribed for goodness, a sweet year, a good year, a blessed year, with revealed good, a year of physical and spiritual blessings, and a year of less and less fragmentation, and more and more clarity, and where everything comes together in our service to Hashem.